Good morning and welcome to Morning Meditations, a five to ten minute meditation to get you thinking about what God might have for you in this new day. I'm your host, Pastor Nate Cook, so we hope you'll enjoy your meditation for this morning. Hey, good morning. This is Pastor Nate, and this is your morning meditation for Thursday, April the 2nd, 2020. Today we're going to read from Daniel chapter 1, verses 19, the second half of verse 19, and verse 20. Um, Daniel 1, 19b through 20. And among them all, no one was found to compare with Daniel, Hananiah, Mishael, and Azariah. Now, those last three names you may not recognize, but you would recognize them by their Babylonian names, uh, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, uh, the three Hebrew boys in the fiery furnace. You may have heard that story. Therefore, they were stationed in the king's court. In every matter of wisdom and understanding concerning which the king inquired of them, he found them ten times better than all the magicians and enchanters in his whole kingdom. So, a little bit of backstory on this story. Uh, these are four Hebrew children, okay? They've been uprooted from their homeland. They've been uh, thrown into Babylon, and they have been given Babylonian names. It's interesting to me, and I don't know why, but it's interesting to me that um, we know... For some reason, we know Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego's Babylonian name, and, and they're mentioned all throughout scriptures. Um, but Daniel's Babylonian name, he never really takes. I mean, he's given one, but he doesn't. You, we always think of him as Daniel. So that's an interesting thing to me that Daniel holds true to his Hebrew identity. And that's what this whole passage is really about um, that Daniel and Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego here. Uh, choose instead of eating all the things that the king of Babylon would give to them, uh, lots of fatty foods, I'm sure, and lots of maybe sugars and carbs, I don't know. And they end up uh, staying true to their diet, so they would stay away from things like pork, um, and they eat vegetables and water. And the person over them is really disturbed by this and says, hey, if you guys end up looking thin and lean by the time these, this period is over, it's going to be my head. And so Daniel says, we'll just see if we don't look better in the end than those who are eating all the fat portions from the king's table. Um, and what you find out is that um, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego and Daniel do look better. They look healthier. They look uh, more strong than the other people. Um, that is why this Daniel fast, I guess, became popular because people uh, decided, hey, it worked for Daniel. We should try to the best of our ability to emulate it. Like I said, never done the Daniel fast, but some of you I know have. And so uh, Bergman in this passage is using this for a metaphor of not just eating, but also the entire idea of what does it mean for us to live differently in a dominant culture that, that has a different value system. And so um, what Bergman is talking about here is this idea that sometimes we live, uh, and all the time, we live in this culture um, that says kind of eat, drink, and be merry. I mean, our culture is very much that. Um, 
please yourself, entertain yourself. Uh, I grew up with Nirvana. That was my generation. You know, here we are now. Entertain us. This is kind of our. That was our mantra. Us Gen Xers. Uh, every generation probably has their variation on that. But the idea is that we just should do whatever makes us happy, whatever feels good. Uh, and that's a philosophy that the world tends to live by, uh, especially the Western world in, in these uh, most recent days. So um, in the midst of that, what does it mean then for us to be a vegetable and water kind of people? Now, for some of you who are strict eaters, that may mean for you literally vegetables and water. I'm probably not going to begin that. I'm just going to let you know. Um, even in quarantine, I, I've noticed today, I told my wife, I'm getting back on the exercise train. I'm gaining weight in quarantine. So um, that is not necessarily something I'm going to do. Although I have seen that the shelves of vegetable and water seem to be more packed than the prepackaged food. So you can take that for what it is. But I do think there's some discipline that we need to put into our life. So for me, part of that was just, I need to get out and exercise. Like I'm sitting around too much uh, because I'm here in quarantine. Uh, watching TV or hanging out with my family, and I need to get out and exercise. So that was part of it, disciplines. But also, I think especially, and I think where Brueggemann's getting at in this little devotional is the idea of, in our culture where discipline is kind of frowned upon, um, the idea of putting some big things in our life. Silence, solitude, prayer, the scripture reading that we're doing here this morning, um, giving to those who have need. Um, helping where we can help. You know, that's a discipline, a practice that we get into. Um, so, so all these big things that we need to put into our life. And what I found during quarantine, and, and I think some of you may be able to relate to that, is if I don't like really intentionally put some things in my life, then the days just kind of waste away. If you're at home and not working where you normally would and working from home, you're trying to juggle all these things. But it's easy for days just to kind of fade. You know, they just happen. And you look up and you're like, what did I accomplish today? So the days where I really feel the most productive, and not just productive, but I feel like I'm really uh, beginning to like realize what, what God wants from me are the days where I put the big things in first. So every morning I try, and I've, I've done pretty well during quarantine because I've had a little more space, but silence is the first thing I do. Get up. Go in my office right here and, and 20 minutes of silence. Uh, scripture reading with you guys and even before preparing. Uh, then I, I try to pray for people in my congregation um, and, and then kind of go about my day doing the tasks that I need to do uh, for the church and, and for my family. And so, uh, so anyway, the big things. Putting the big things in, I think, is a big thing. And so this is what the devotion is about today. It says, Daniel and his friends under discipline were the best recruits for high imperial service. They were able to accomplish that precisely because they did not compromise their faith. All the rest that follows of Daniel's servants and influence in the empire is history, and no Jew who reads the story is at all surprised. Everyone in faith knows that the water and vegetables of faith produce well-being in the world of raw power. So in the midst of a world that, that, that kind of just says, do what you want, please yourself, go get what you need, uh, take care of you, uh, these disciplines help us to even deny ourselves, uh, to take up a cross and to follow Jesus, to wait patiently, 
to, to receive gratefully, to give generously. Uh, all these disciplines point us toward a different kind of life. And Brueggemann just simply calls that the life of faith. So here's the prayer for today. Empower us, Lord, to resist the poor substitutes for, for true life that are offered in our culture. May we not compromise with that which would weaken our faith. As we persevere on the journey, feed us with the bread of heaven that we may go, grow strong in you. Amen. Hey, that's just a thought for this morning, and I hope you have a great day. Well, thanks again for joining us for this morning meditation. Hey, do us a favor. Rate us on iTunes or even leave some feedback about our podcast so that other listeners can know how much you enjoy your morning meditations. Hey, have a great day.